literally fuck you, Craig, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to the 38th rendition of Cooped Up Conversations with Aaron, Joey, Prokop, me, Cooper, and joining us again. See, I'm already fucking messing. I was so clean the first time. <laughs> this is the second take. Craig didn't join. Um, but joining us again, the second most popular guest we've had on Spotify, the first for a long time, uh, the Warbird of Watertown, the Sigo brother, Mr. Spencer P. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for coming back on. Uh. Hey, thanks for having me. Love being here. Dude, no problem. And ju- we're coming to you on Sunday. March seventh, the day after your birthday, uh, Mr. Spencer. How was how was your night out in the town? You did go to that uh, bar that you plugged last time. Did they give you free free stuff for your plug on the show? Nah, fucking JD ain't gonna give me shit, dude. <laughs> See, we're gonna have to start sending people around for the money that we owe. Capucci owes us uh, about like two dollars now, I think, something like that. You know, you owe us money, Capucci. Uh, we're putting it. Uh, we're we came up with the idea last week. It hasn't aired yet, Spencer. So we're gonna we're gonna give you a little inside info. We're gonna we're gonna invest it in like a crypto probably and see where it goes and then split the money four ways. Hopefully that will grow it a little bit quicker than uh, the fifteen cents per whatever many listeners we have right now. But um, that's so. We, hope uh, if you want to do the what Capucci did, he was very generous. He matched whatever we made from the episode which was a dollar so i don't know if you want to do that because if you get popular again on this episode you're gonna owe us a decent amount of money but <laughs> well yeah, anyway, no, I'll, I'll match it there you go well we're another match so this you know what we're gonna do we're gonna turn the show into a pyramid scheme of money we're gonna just keep investing the one dollar two dollars we get from people who come on and then one of these cent days of this will go to a charity not a cent no <laughs> at least we'll be honest with it i think at a point i would love to but we're not at that point. <laughs> at this point, we're at the point where um, we're splitting this between four people right now, and then we still haven't paid Brooklyn for the cover art. Um, I'm sure we need to pay. Uh, we're gonna have to pay legal fees at some point. Um, we had to cut ties. Uh, the 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 shyest stuff coming out. I really hope that people do listen to did listen to our apology video. We did cut ties with Shia. There are so many episodes that we said his name. We really need to make a disclaimer in every episode. Now we hate him. From the show. Hate, yeah, we do hate him. Like, hate is a strong word, and I'm using it because. It's see, we should ask. Word. We should ask every week, Spencer. Who would you, as a listener, love to see? If you could have an ideal guest, who would you like to see on this podcast? Who would you recommend? Uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. That would be an interesting that's one. Because he's definitely got some stories to tell too, and that's the reason that we were so drawn originally to Shia, who is no longer someone we're drawn to. So. That would be definitely an interesting one because he's kind of like the guy who had like that Kanye story, I feel like, in the sense where he had that like public, he didn't have like a public meltdown or anything, but he kind of hit that point where he stepped away. And I really would be interested to, to, to hear why he stepped away even more. You know what I mean? I feel like there's some other stuff there. And if you get him comfortable enough, perhaps with, with alcohol, he would probably open up it would be an open book for us but um anyway that's a good that's a good one normally people don't give a good like i I can't remember who someone said but it was someone that i definitely didn't want on um well anyway i don't know what to say it's always it's always the beginning the the 
the mix between being inorganic and organic at the beginning that gets me my little fucking uh, text. But anyway, how's everybody been doing? Someone else say something for a bit. Doing good. Really not much is going on. I just uh, anymore. moved some stuff in the coop spot. So That is right. This might be the last episode uh, uh, before Aaron is officially in the spot and we're going to have the studio in yeah, here. But I can have a little studio set up. We'll probably try to get that set up for the listeners. So maybe we can use like, oh, uh, we can, I'd, oh. I'd buy some, I know um, ProCop probably knows. You probably probably route some things. Off. Yeah, I can, I can get you guys some, some lists, make some Amazon wish lists for you or something like that. We'll cop it and we can get a nice little, So because I was going to have a little table set up in the middle and we can both just, I feel like be able to bounce off each other's and like use each other's faces and stuff might even add a little. Make I think better. it would be interesting too to see how many fucking bad layers we can fit in here. Have the first live episode being here and then, then get it on video. Fucking just Dude. not on planet Earth when we do. Because imagine if, because Spence, if you were in here too, well, the way it's set up right now, if it was me, you, Joey, Aaron, and Prokop in here, this would be a very intimate conversation. Oh, it would oh, almost, it would almost, <laughs> it would almost match the same effect that we tried to do with the first time recording which like i the, when you brought that up spencer i fucking compl- I, like we talked about this last time you were on i completely forgot we tried to do that it is amazing where we've come from <laughs> from there that was a fucking we tried to like that was when we had 20 fucking idiots in the same room at one time there was not space for 20 people and we had one mic in there and we're like yeah this will work <laughs> it was an absolute clusterfuck everybody wanted to come in and see what was going on in there too yeah, and then I remember the second time we were on there, like, uh, fucking Kriegs was getting offended by something someone was saying. He was getting all pissed, and I wish we could find that audio, because I'm sure that would be unreal, but I think that would be absolutely hilarious once we get this place set up to have one of the first live episodes. It would be an absolute COVID spreader, so hopefully we'd all have vaccines. If we're willing to do it, then, like, I'm willing to get COVID. I mean, I'm hopefully getting my vaccine soon. I'm signing up, hopefully, tomorrow. You can still um, give it, though, right? Here's the thing, guys. You can podcast with a mask on. And it all it it counts as like a pop filter for your microphone. Wink. So yeah, maybe if your microphone didn't sound like dog shit, I'd care about what you were saying more. Dude, my microphone sounds. I think your mic sounds pretty good. I'm gonna say that right. Home. Dude, it's cackling, Aaron. If you don't hear the cackle, you're full of shit. I, 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 yeah, the, I do hear it. The cackle is like maybe you need a pop filter. So it's only on Discord. That cackle is like from like my computer. Try to leave and come back. Maybe we can refine. I think we should use um. It'll sound fine in the final episode. You will not hear. I know, but it's intolerable for me. I don't care what it sounds like for everybody. Else. Okay, then I'll shut up. And you get well, you guys. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm. Not, it's not intolerable. I'm kidding. I don't have to talk. I want you to talk though. That's the thing. <laughs> You've been streaming a lot, Pro Cop. I've, I've I've been trying to get on it, but it's always at the most inconvenient times that I get the like notification. I'm I'm like at work, and I'm oh, like, oh, really? throw this on. Oh, you had like ten speaking. people on there the other day, which was good. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to um, check in. I was. I was driving when I saw the text, but I. I just saw how cool it seemed. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. it's it's Chichi Bum Guy Twitch TV forward slash Chichi Bum Guy. That's my uh, gamer tag from high school that I've had. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I love it. You know, it's just a Twitch for fun. Let's just yeah, go check that out. Yeah, Twitch for fun, more of this stuff, but you get to hear Prokop because he's not being dominated by us yelling and him being the soft-spoken lad he is. Um, I, I'm here for your guys' takes, honestly. it's it's Prokop, <laughs> honestly, I wanted to thank you on the on the podcast. That was something I made a mental note of this week. 
You've been grinding the editing. I wanted to make sure that everyone knows that Prokop's the behind the scene guy. Sometimes he is quiet. The Capucci episode, he didn't talk much. I don't even think he talked much the week before, but he's behind the scenes. The productions are. So shout out to Prokop. Honestly, Thanks, I don't have the patience for it. So thank you for doing it. But um, yeah, go check out his stream. That was the other thing I wanted to say. But leading back to the vaccine thing, Spencer, are you able to get the vaccine? Is that something you've already gotten? Um, are you going to get it? Is the school requiring it? I'm, I'm always interested to hear what every town, because every town is different. So I was interested to hear what, uh, what you had to say about that. So I know a few teachers have already started getting them. Some teachers have already gotten bold shots. Some are on the first step. Some just have schedules. Um, and they sent out an email actually Friday saying that they're going to move ahead with the plans to vaccine teachers in Massachusetts. And they're talking about uh, fucking if you need help, like just reach out to anybody in administration, they can help you get set up with an appointment. Me personally, I don't want to get a vaccine. Uh, I I just don't trust it yet. Uh, I'm more nervous about getting it than not getting it at the moment. Oh, that's interesting to hear because that is like a pretty pretty common. Like my 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 dad's in biotech, so he doesn't really like he believe he doesn't like the mRNA one. He's a little bit worried about that. Not like worried. He he's he told me he's like I believe in like the technology and stuff, but the Johnson Johnson one I know is a more traditional vaccine. So, and I'm I'm not like my only thing too was I if I could have gotten it earlier I probably wouldn't have because like I don't need it. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather see people who need it get it right now. But at this point, if I if I can get it, I'm gonna get it because like my grandparents got it. I haven't been able to see them. Like you know what I mean? Like it's my parents are hopefully gonna get it. So. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna probably get it. I. I'm hoping I'm gonna be able to sign up. I've the website's crashed both times I've tried to do it. Granted, it's at fucking five a.m., so I'm like wiping the shit out of my eyes trying to fucking. I didn't sign even up. know you could sign up for it. Like at this point, I mean, you. Can, it's not age. everybody. The only reason, like, I don't even yeah, know. Well, if, sure. My mom got it. Well, oh, I mean, my mom got it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Aaron, I work in the yeah, school I, and I'm directly in childcare, so <laughs> like that's so why I would be able to. How, get it. Explain this to me on the website. How do they? Like differentiate who, if you're allowed to get in, because there a code or something you put in, or like your social or whatever. You had to do some proof. I haven't even gotten that far before the sites crashed. So right, it's like I'm I'm I asked my boss to send me like something on like a YMCA letterhead. So hopefully she's got that into my email. I haven't even checked, but um, vaccinated at like a big speed right now too so that's good yeah i mean they're yeah i mean it's kind of a rocky start the johnson and johnson one is the one they don't need a refrigerator or anything at all so or it not at least not at the extent that the whatever i think it was the moderna one couldn't be outside the fucking special refrigerator they had before for like more than 90 seconds before it started to denature or something like that so i guess this one's a lot easier to handle and produce so but it's not as effective. But Spencer, how excited are like you're obviously not excited. The excited is probably the wrong word. I mean, you guys are already in school, so I feel like there's a little bit of a difference. But how like what is the general feeling you feel like about like teachers in general about being back in school and having like the kids back full time? Because I can tell you one thing, it is not going to be just based on what like I've experienced so far. With some of these kids, I'm like, these kids are not going to do well going back to school. <laughs> like, yeah. it's going to be a shit show. So I know that there's some students that are like, 
insanely paranoid about going back to school because they're having a hard time even getting outside. Like that's giving them like panic attacks and shit. Um, it's kind of crazy that that's what's happened over the year since this all started. Yeah, that's like even prevalent at the place I'm working at. Like the, the kids don't realize though. Like you know what I mean that. You're like, I want to say it to him at some point, like, hey, you guys are just in a fucking room with 50 other kids who don't always wear their masks. Like, most of them do, but there's the few kids that don't. But it's just the, even the close general interactions. It's like someone has it, like, you're at risk anyways, because they'll be like, oh, pull, pull your mask up because of COVID. And it's just like, at the end of the day, dude, you don't have no idea. Like, this is a fucking nightmare for you guys. So, I mean, there's definitely the kids that are like that. And then there's the kids who are the opposite way that are like, I don't care. I'm going to put my mask on. And it's like, cause they don't know what the fuck's going on. Dude, they're six years old, but yeah, no, I, there's definitely some kids that you notice that they're extremely timid and they're not like, there's a ton of kids that are like that, that they don't really like social interactions. There's a few that I know that will sit like exclusively on the other side of the room of people. Like you can tell which parents are over the top with it too. So I'm sure there's going to be a decent amount of people that are going to choose to stay remote. But at this point, I don't, I'm like, I'm 50, 50 on it. I think that it is definitely hurting the kids not being in school full time, but I don't know. It, it hurts like, kids who are in like first and like second grade and stuff. Cause like, yeah. you don't so have social, well, you get held back it. because you're not so you don't have the social skills. That yeah, that's why. Like, I in, like, like I I've tried to structure the program we have in Plymouth pretty, like, just to the the point that they they have so like pretty normal social interactions. Like, they have their own squares and shit like that. But like, I'm not like a fucking commandant, dude, because I feel like, like you said, it's so important for these kids to have social interact, especially at that young age. Like, they need to figure out how to do. Sh- like, there's kids who will when they're upset, just like punch people. Like, you know what I mean? You need to like be like, yo, you can't, you can't do that, bro. <laughs> you can't just fucking punch a kid. Cause they took a crayon. Like it's basically shit like that. Cause it's going to get to the point where they're like, if they're in second grade and they're still doing that, like when they're in third, fourth grade, bro, like, and they're big, like they can do some damage. Like, you know what I mean? There's definitely kids that are socially. And then there's kids who like, who just can't handle shit who are like in first grade and can't read and will just sob. And I'm like, bro, you're seven years old. You can't be sitting there sobbing because you don't want to do your homework. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I there's definitely the social stuff. But that's the thing in Plymouth. They're the, they're the only ones who are going back full time is the uh, elementary schoolers. It's not all grades. I don't even know what the deal is with us. I think it's just elementary school going back to. To be honest no. with you, I, like we've said it before, the high schoolers, I don't really feel bad for. Well, and the other thing is, like, I don't even care, like, what's going on with them anyways. Like, it doesn't affect me. No. And all those high schoolers are hanging out anyway. doesn't matter. The high schoolers definitely don't want to go back to school either. Oh, no fucking way, dude. They're living the fuck. You have to, like, wake up at a certain time. If you have, like, say you don't have class, like, you have, like, study hall your first period. You still have to wake up, so they'll just, like, wake up, roll over, like, sign in, and then sign back out, go back to bed. Seems so Bro, nice. I know, like, the kids who go to the camp, dude, there's kids that they had to be in their meet for 15 minutes. Once they're off their meet for 15 minutes, they will refuse to do homework for the rest of the day. They're like, I do not care. And they'll sit there and play Roblox all day. All day. And it's just, like... You know kids at home are doing that. You could tell. None of the kids are listening on the Zooms. 
They just think they just know they have to be on it for the 15 minutes. Like first graders are smart like that. They're like, oh, I just need to be on my call for 15 minutes and then I can do whatever the fuck I want. And it's like they're not even listening. They're like looking around being like, what are you doing over there? Like, fucking, like turn around and listen to your Zoom, please. Like it's because the teachers do definitely think our fucking camp is an absolute zoo, which it is, but it's also just like the kids who are at home aren't listening either. If I was sitting at home, unless my parent was sitting right there staring at me all day, being like, look at the screen, look at the screen, look at the screen. I wouldn't look at the screen. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's definitely, it's too bad for these kids, but I don't know. It gives us an advantage. They're already so tech savvy. They're going to come and take our jobs so quick. I heard um the amount of Gen Zers that are going, that are choosing like, degrees or i guess i guess it's degrees in stem has like increased drastically from last year to like this year that makes sense a lot of people are probably going well my well, dad's always telling me get the that. yeah this isn't gonna be the like that's the thing vaccine is an important job to have it's huge around our area that they can work from home too a lot of tech jobs work from comparatively i don't know i i go i go 50 50 on the because you're not a big fan of the working from home job right no i hate it but i mean as a high schooler i can see why that would be appealing dude we're gonna just, be i mean everyone originally thinks oh, i can just like fuck around and do stuff on my own time i mean it gets old think of how like not like socially undeveloped but think of how less social like kids that age are gonna be when it comes to like outgoing social like so many of those kids are gonna be way more a lot of them already are but when it comes to like being introverted it's gonna be crazy in the next few years seeing all these kids who are way more prone to staying home like you know what i mean like not wanting to go out not wanting to interact i'm sure people say that about our generation when like xboxes became popular you know what i mean but yeah it is kind of nuts it's going to be very nuts to see because. I think that we expect the world to like once the vaccine and shit is to like go back to normal. And I think that right now we're experiencing more of what I think normal forever will be than it's going to like, I think we're closer to being what the new norm, like new normal actually is than we'll ever be to going back. It just won't ever be the same. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see. I mean, we, that was the one thing you said this week, Joe, we have, been right on the you can go back and check the clips we've been right on a lot of other stuff and that's just my hot take not like hot take but i just think that this is probably we're closer to being normal than like more normal than we will be for a long long time i just see it being so much more people being at home you know what i mean because because like you said there there's definitely kids who are way more timid there's families who are way more timid and we know people we know people directly who are like that and it's not a bad thing but i mean like to think that this is going to be the only thing that's ever send us to a point where we're going to be like this even in our lifetime is crazy it's been going up exponentially like all these viruses and stuff like and with how interconnected we are globally and all these anti antibiotic resistant bugs and shit like that you know what i mean it's not going to be the first time that this is going to happen not going to be the only time this is going to happen i mean Yeah, I'm super yeah. excited for the next one. Oh yeah! Imagine if we get one where we're like 60 and just all die. It's like, god damn it! 
not want that. I think that uh, everybody thinks when they're born, like when they're living, is like the golden era. Like we go back in time, and it's like the, this is the golden age. It's like I think that we are not living in the one that's going to be go- known as enjoyable. <laughs> Someone left. I think that was Joe. See you, Joe. Well. Anyway, yeah, no, I, the Plymouth is going back, and I, you can tell that none of the teachers are excited. Like Aaron is your 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 mom. Your mom is different, though. I see. I can see your. No, mom she's not excited. I'd say. Oh, really? Um, I think the thing is, is that she. So you know the six foot rule. Pretty much, the, the U.S. government still says it should be should be six feet apart. But in order to fit all the kids, you know, you have to be three feet apart, which is just not. I don't know if it really makes a difference, yeah, like good all that, but it's, luck. But it's good like it's like luck. three feet. Like, ugh. And mom's like, ugh. To be fair, yeah. though, remember it when schools first opened back up in like Texas and shit, and like in Georgia, where these like people were packed in and like none of them were wearing masks, and it's like we were like, holy fuck! Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, we haven't died yet, and they've been doing that for fucking six months, so. Maybe shit isn't going to be as bad. I think, to be honest with you, we're closer to the end of this shit than we are to the beginning. Like, as long as one of these variants doesn't come out. We're, we're, mu- we're much closer to that. I think even, like, maybe it won't be the most normal summer, but I think it will be a good summer. I don't even remember the last year, dude. I don't, I'm not even going to count it. I'm going to say I'm 23 for my birthday. This year. I know, I literally am. I'm turning, I'm turning 23. I turned 23 this year. You're, well, I mean, you're already 23. You were 23. Everybody's getting asterisks on their birthday this year. Yeah. Dude. That's fucking nuts. Let's do, Spencer, this is a question I had for you. Just more of a Sigo question. We talked a little about DC. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the chat. You know who. We can't say his name um, on there. But um, he was on last week. And we were talking about some Sigo stuff, so we we already opened up. We're having Gorillish on next week, by the way. I might as well plug that now. We're having Gorillish on next week to talk about his podcast, his beer uh, beer stuff is going to be into good the good stuff. But so going into our little Sigo topic of the week, because that's predominant amount of our listeners. My question, going back to birthdays, is: Did you ever do your twenty one shots, or were you someone who did that? Because I have not done that yet. For, uh... Yeah, I have the record. You have the record. Yeah. Oh, yes, you were the fucking thirty man, weren't you? Yeah. And you went to, oh, you had the fucking story that everyone talked about. I remember that. Okay. So <laughs> go, go, go ahead. If you want to share some of it, you can share it. But I remember fucking, I remember some of that story now. I mean, all I can remember is that I did the 21 shots and I was like, all right, I got to beat Pete. Cause like, fuck Pete. He's this small little fucker who did like 25. Holy and shit. Like, and so PC then I did 25. Yeah. Holy shit. I was like, I got to beat this small little fucker. So I, I kept going. And uh, then when I got there, I was like, what's the record? And it was like, I think 27. And then I just kept going. Uh, How bad got, did you feel the next day? Uh, I got a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> so From the alcoholic. <laughs> no. The alcohol um, punched so hard. So after I got kicked out and I got brought back to the house, uh, I think it was Ronnie 
and somebody else, I don't remember who it was, they were carrying me in up the driveway, and I pushed them off. I was like, nah, get the fuck out of here. I can I can walk. Like, And as soon as they let go, fucking face planted into the driveway. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. I can picture that happening, dude. <laughs> oh, man. It's just fucking ridiculous. Who's... Who- Oh, I'm pretty sure we were around for Chef Dan's 21, and that wasn't a pretty one. No, that was terrible. <laughs> Joe, I remember you came back looking not too pretty either when you did yours. I don't know if you actually I, did the 21. I mean, I, no, I did not do the 21. I didn't attempt to either, but I did. We went to, um, I don't even remember which one we went to. I didn't get like completely blacked out that night until I got back to Sigo. Like, I only had a couple drinks at the bar. But the next day, I had a huge physics huge and i was still drunk when i woke up and like it threw up like before the test like in the in the school bathroom and everything you know i was like i cannot believe oh, i'm about to like fail this class right now <laughs> and then um somehow i got a b on it though which was better than i got in any of the other ones so joe remember the time when i was rushing you and i fucking got into the fucking wwe battle in the fucking living room and I ripped my khakis because we had to wear fucking khakis when I was rushing. And <laughs> I ripped them from literally my crotch all the way down to my ankle. And I woke up the next day. on a, It was a Friday. And I had an exam at 8 a.m. And I woke up at 7.55 and had to sprint out the building. Like, ran a, like didn't even have cha- time to, like, to change. And I looked down as I was handing my exam and realized what I was wearing. And I was like, oh, my god (laughs) and the lack of shame i really had for smelling like cigs and bush light with rip like i threw up during the exam same thing like i went out during the middle and and then looked up a few answers but (laughs) i withdrew from that class officially so if one of you people listening is a uml fucking narc i withdrew from the class the grade was not impacted but anyway yeah, no, it was a bad look. Um, honestly, I'm more. I'm really glad uh, college wasn't like I like. I'm. That's why I had to leave the college I was at originally because I could not do what I did at UML there and have any sort of reputation. Like because we used to do this. Like the way I used to show up to class sometimes, especially freshman year, was just an absolute travesty. But like at the fucking other school I went to. Like every time someone had a drunken mishap, they got written up and like had a committee meeting with the school and everything. And I'm like, oh my God, some of the stuff we did at Lowell, if I had a committee, I would have been kicked off campus at the other school, no doubt. And then people would have remembered like, oh, remember that time the kid came in with ripped pants? I'm sure people still do, but they don't know who I am. I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm an, I'm I'm a figment of their imagination. I'm one of their characters in their TV show. But if I was at the other school, everyone would have known. It would have been like high school. It would have been a fucking nightmare. But oh, anyway. Yeah, no. The 21 shots is the one thing I didn't do. I haven't done that. I, I, I remember, That's it. Yeah, because we, uh, we had get laid on my birthday. So when I turned 21, so we didn't leave. But we all just stayed there. And I got like hammered that day, but. Yeah. It wasn't. We didn't go out. 
You were honestly probably one of the last stories of the twenty one shots besides uh Chef Dan that I, I knew of. I don't I don't remember you doing yours, Prokop, right? No, I didn't do mine. Did you uh, attempt? I don't How old are you, Prokop? Are you twenty four? Twenty five? Yeah, I'm gonna be twenty five in May. Twenty four. Twenty four again. Twenty uh twenty five with an asterisk. Twenty four going on twenty four. But dude. Damn. I'm really the youngest person, like everywhere I go for the most part. Besides work where people think I'm fucking fifty. Do they say do kids at uh your your school think you're that old, Spencer, or is this just a me thing? Uh no, people think that I'm pretty old and whenever I tell people that I'm, you know, 25 but now i'm 26 uh they're like really like they're always shocked yeah i, I say teachers call me a baby the students don't believe me they're like my parents are older than you i'm like cool like i don't fucking care fuck, fuck your parents dude. <laughs> failed your son sucks <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you're only in your 20s why do you look so old then all right, cool kid. You're the other one I get the fat. Like you're fat. I'm like, great. <laughs> I'm like, your dad's a fucking. <laughs> yeah, the delete that broke up. But there was a story. This guy, the, this kid, drew something questionable, and whatever. I had to talk to the parents. The dad pulls up, has a conversation with me. Blah blah. blah. He's like, I don't know how liberal people are here. Who made the decision? I'm like, well, I saw the drawing of what happened. Like, I don't want to get into fucking whole details. But let's just say. The next time he pulls up on his huge lifted F-350, he pulls up with a fucking white pride sticker on the back of it. I'm like, you're the fucking man, dude. <laughs> Plymouth, Massachusetts, by the way. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Literally, dude. And I'll talk shit to all my fucking... Like, I went up to my boss and I was like, look at that. And we are sitting there one day with our fucking coffees on the porch as he pulled up and left and just stared at it. She's like what can we do about that? And I'm like, I don't know if you can do anything. And she's like, well, we should be able to do something. I'm like, yeah, but I don't think you can. You just kind of got to let the kid learn that he's going to be in the in a few years, bouncing around like a little energizer bunny. It's oh, nuts. I really hate his life. Yeah. Meh. Marina's fucking said that was probably something that we should cut out. Yeah, she's all amped up. Sabrina's our lawyer now. She said that was a liability. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. Yeah, no. It's... Dude, some of these kids are just fucking the absolute... I wish I could have it be a TV show, dude. Some of the shit these... This kid came up to me. That's the name of the show. This kid came up to me. Yeah, starts him and his buddy who like their their families are super connected they go to the same church they're both from like immigrant families like so they they think they're like brothers but they just started wailing on each other and i'm like stop i'm like blah blah blah. i'm not gonna say their names and then uh they have an older sister and i was like smack him and thinking that she would smack her brother and this girl literally wound up and five starred this other kid and i was like Ugh! like all the other counselors are like oh and I was like that was all my fault <laughs> i was like fuck like that like dude, that's the thing every once in a while like i get like too comfortable where like i like i forget the kids don't understand limits so like you'll just fucking be letting them run around and then one will just like this girl was fucking going crazy we're listening to music on friday like Wah! like they're going nuts and then fucking 
this kid stands on this girl's box and this girl has like a box that she puts stickers all over like fucking apparently it's the biggest deal on the planet and this kid's standing on it she's like get off and starts smacking the fuck out of this kid and i'm like stop it stop it i then uh, i almost said her name but i don't it doesn't matter you just bleep it out broke up but i'm like fucking stop and she, she's like i didn't swear at her obviously and then she just stare, stares and looks at me and she goes what the fuck in front of all these kids and i was like no <laughs> and then all of a sudden she goes from this like fucking sassy ass girl who just squir- screamed fuck in the lodge to then going out being like don't call my mouth <laughs> and i'm just sitting there dude friday afternoon counting down the minutes till all these kids need to get picked up like and this girl's out there crying. It was like 3.53 in the afternoon. And then my boss comes down. I'm like, oh, she just thought it was a good idea to scream, what the fuck, in the middle of the lodge. And she's like, oh, should we call your mom? And she's like, no. Nah. like freaking out. It's an absolute nightmare, dude. I cannot wait to get these fucking kids off my hands back in school dealing with paid professionals like Spencer to deal with their fucking issues. Not me. <laughs> Like, one of these parents got mad at me the other day. Not, like, mad at me. But, like, try to talk down to me about, like, something that, by the way, was never even communicated to me. And I'm like, by the way, I went to school for business, not childcare. So whatever you're saying to me, like, I should fucking know what I'm doing. I'm dealing with 50 kids, no training, and I went to school for business management, which I didn't even, as you can tell, really pay attention in. So... Don't come at me with an attitude about how to deal with you. If you want to fucking deal with your kid all day learning remotely, then you can fucking do it. And you don't. That's why you send them with me. So don't fucking talk down to me, good sir. But anyway. Also, maybe cut that. But whatever. <laughs> it's fucking a nightmare. It's like, dude, these kids are like, I cannot imagine some of these teachers dealing with because all these kids have not interacted. Like they've gotten comfortable, especially at the program that I'm at. The kid, the there's two cohorts. One of the cohorts has had very little change. If anything, people have been removed and gone back to school. A lot. So that's the day that I get a lot more of the kids from North Plymouth. I don't know why, but those are the kids that either like English isn't the primary language at home, shit like that. So that's like, they're the kids who are more prone to go back to school four days or five days a week quicker. So the group's gotten smaller, whereas the other group has like expanded over time. Like they did their cut down period at the beginning. And then since then they've been picking up people. So the culture is completely different, but like the kids who fucking have gotten like more people coming in and like they're experiencing new shit and working stuff out is the one, the day that I'm having more problems on because like they're not comfortable. Like, so they're so late in the school year, dude throwing this wrench in the fucking system especially with the younger kids like they're not gonna like oh my god april is gonna be an absolute shit show because that's when it also gets warm and like you remember when you were a kid dude and the summer vacation was coming up and you're like fuck yeah dude school doesn't matter like fucking get neat like by the time it was may june dude like you were looking outside more than you were paying attention to the teacher and on top of that now you got some kid who was next to you who's testing you because you don't you don't have the like the social hierarchy on the day where the it's just been trimmed down is set like kids know where they fucking fit in and now the kids who didn't get along at the beginning or like the kids who are like weird 
like there's a kid who drinks 15 chocolate milks i talk about him all the time he's a fucking riot he's like yeah chocolate milk and he'll fucking he like he, he'll come up to me there's this kid who takes out all his fucking issues on me and will just punch the fuck out of me and he sees it and he wants attention so he'll come up and be like here comes the pain and he'll like run over with his fucking magnifying glasses on his head fucking start like swinging at you <laughs> fucking, but like all these kids who originally like bullied this kid because he was a fucking wacko who drank 15 chocolate milks a day but now they fucking know him and they're all come like those kids who go back dude and like they're gonna be fucked all fucked up i do not it's gonna be an absolute nightmare for teachers so if you are a parent who's listening one 35 year old who's listening and you have a kid good luck to you good sir your kid is not gonna learn much well um let's get off the fucking sad topics and let's get back to the sports because this is the fucking thing that i was looking forward to talking to you spencer because you're someone who disagrees with me about the marcus smart leaving uh the celtics thing i think marcus smart should be in a deal for a big man or something for the celtics if you actually want to see them win the championship this year um and you are someone who disagrees so as so Seeing the Celtics for the last, like, how, is, how long has it been since Smart's been out? Like a month? Like, I close think to he two came months? out, like, late January, early February. Okay, so about like a month. I will agree it hasn't looked great for the Celtics, but I think that there's a lot more issues than just Marcus Smart being out. I don't know about you, but uh, I will, I'll let you take a little bit of the reins in there. If you have any uh, thing to defend Smart, or if you, what, what do you think the Celtics should do to improve their team? Because you... Obviously, right now you you're someone who has eyes. They're not a championship team right now, so I don't yeah. even think they're going to be make these conference. They're not an Eastern Conference Final team right now, if you ask me. But the way that they've been playing, apart from the past four games, they would not be an Eastern Conference Finals team. Uh, and a lot of that is Marcus Smart not being out there because he's such a huge presence out there on the court. Like just the heart that he has, the grit, determination, and like that intensity. Everybody feeds off of that, and like they look to him as kind of that guy to be the heart and soul and leader of the team. Um, and uh, also, I've been watching a lot of you know Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They kind of just look exhausted out there playing because um, they're yeah. carrying a lot of the load right now. They need a they need a third option. Like in the games, the the best games overall for the team, I feel like in the games where Kemba's playing. They're all playing, and the ball, like, I feel like the ball moves better. Like, the team's definitely all around better when Kemba's on the floor and he's looking good. But I just, yeah, I agree. I think that currently constituted with just Brown and Tatum, because, like, it just feels like, I don't know, Tatum doesn't have that, like, grit where he just can, like, I feel like he can take over games at the end, but, like, when they're winning and when they're losing, like Tatum's demeanor and like his pace and shit does not change. Like it's kind of weird. Like I don't know. Like he's not. Like, he doesn't have that like super like competitive competitive vibe to him. You know what I mean? When he's playing, he he's very calm and like collected no matter what's going on. But I think that it's almost like you need some. Like if you could have some of like smarts and like intensity in one of like Brown or Tatum, I think the team would be better because you don't like that's the only thing that i agree that smart brings but i don't know i i wish they i wish they i I think they're gonna have to trade for someone if you want this team to be to make an actual run and to take advantage of 
a prime with these two players that we're saying are are these like next big things. Like they're not going to stay around in Boston, dude. If we have this team with fucking these, like a bench that I think the last four games is more of uh, they realize Danny Ainge is about to send some of their asses out of the fucking t- out of town more than anything. Because I mean, like I'm very interested to see how Ainge acts because I don't know if you listen to any of his interviews on like sports radio and shit, but he's actually been really kind of taking some of uh, taking some of the brunt of the problems and saying that it's almost his fault and he should have fucking made some more moves in the off season, which I agree. I think the fucking, the trade exemption is fine and dandy, but look at how much it would have impacted the team. If we had like miles Turner, who by the way is having a great year on our team. That was like, the the fact that because Hayward wanted to go to Indiana, I just didn't understand why that deal didn't happen. I still don't, and he was asking for too much. Just take the fucking big man. That's what you need. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He got he, greedy. Hayward didn't want to be there. Like that's the thing that annoys me with Ainge. And there was another thing that was saying that he might be, he might be trying to fucking leave the team. He might be done. That's like was one of the things that I was hearing when I was listening last week, but. I don't know. I just, I just don't fucking get why he need. Like you're never. Like I feel like he's chasing the high of the Brooklyn Nets trade, and it's like you're not gonna fucking wax a team like that again. No, that's like, that's a once in a lifetime kind of a trade. And he pick, He used all the picks. The picks suck, dude. Like I was so pissed. Like trade some of these picks away, please. Like the team. Like. Because, like, look at who he, who he has for these picks. Like, some of these bench players, like, are not that fucking productive. Like, Grant Williams. Pfft, like, you're not going to be able to use him in the playoffs. You're not. If you're, you're going to make the Eastern Conference Finals, like, put play, like, trade those picks. You picked everybody. Or, fuck, like, that's, the, like, oh, it's just frustrating as fuck. And then the, 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 the fact that we knew Hayward did not be here and he wasn't in a deal to fucking, like, just trade him one for one for Miles Turner. Who gives a fuck? You need a big man. Like, I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't understand it. And it's just like, oh. The one thing I don't get on Danny about is that I'm noticing people are on Twitter is people getting off on Danny uh, about the Rogier thing. Because I think, like, yeah, there was the obvious problems with Ke- but Kemba was playing regularly in Charlotte he was never injured in Charlotte like yeah, no, in, he was playing all the time which is probably the issue <laughs> but <laughs> but I don't know I like I think that like was a good solution especially after losing Kyrie but I don't I, know I I think that I'm afraid that this generation of Celtics like I, I'm not like concerned I'm just more concerned about how long you're going to be able to appease Brown and Tatum. And to be honest with you, I don't know if the dynamic will get along forever. And I know smart has an issue with one of them. I think it's, I think it's Jalen Brown and smart. Don't get along. We talked about that last time you were here. And that was something we talked about in the summer when they were still in the bubble was I'm pretty sure the, the, the brawl was between Brown and smart. Oh, the chair throwing. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, Smart is fine and, like, the problem with Smart, it's like, he's just the fucking person that every Boston guy gets fucking attached to, that he's the Pedroia, like, he's the fucking Marchand, like, he's one of those guys that, like, just everybody, like, because he, like, I think 
he is a great part, piece to have, but he needs to realize, like, and I think he's done it a little bit better this year, that, yeah, dude, you're not chucking up 20 shots again in an elimination game, please. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you doing? And he, because he's not, he's like, if you put like a championship team, he'd probably be a six man. He's not a fucking starter, in my opinion, on a championship team. And if he is, you better have fucking one more better piece than you have now. He's not, if, the current st- like roster. It's just, uh, I don't know. Time Lord. I hope they're pumping up to get out of here. Trade him. Get a fucking better big man. No, I I like Time Lord a lot. I think I did too. But I mean, like playing time is the problem. Yeah, so like they I'm went out and they signed guy. Tristan Thompson, right? And now he's stealing minutes away from both Tice and Time Lord. So it's like, you know, is it worth having Tristan Thompson on this team? Like they have to play him. Yeah, like, like they owe it to him. Uh, the the one the guy I'm never a big fan of is Tice because he always is bitching whenever. Like I very rarely actually like I'll watch the games live. I'll normally watch the highlights and I'll listen because like just of when I'm going home and shit. Like I'll listen on the radio, and I don't have cable here. But when I, I like I've been watching like whenever on on the whatever night it was. I can't remember what fucking game it was. Toronto. It like absolutely blew them out, but. Tice always bitches, dude, every time. And he gets all, like, I don't, it's just not fun to watch. I'm not a big fan of Tice. He's, uh, just, he's a punchable face. Well. I don't care if he's playing well. He bothers me. He's one of those people that bothers you to look at. Like, I don't like Tice. Trade him. And then he's, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, no, I feel like, I feel like, in, I remember multiple occasions in big games where, like, we're either up by a few or down by a few, and it's like, oh, there's Tice taking a three for some reason late in the third quarter. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Tice? You should not be shooting. Like, I just don't need. Like, ah, I don't know. I don't like him. He bothers me. He bothers me. I like. I don't. He bitches about everything, and I think half the like half the time he's right. But it's just like you know why they keep calling fouls on you, Tice, because they all hate you because you're annoying. Like, stop bitching every time. Like, well, yeah, if he did stop bitching, then I think he would start getting more calls going his way, or a lot more no calls. He's but. just annoying, dude. He's got a fucking punchable face. Because he's German, so... Oh, yeah. Okay, about that. Uh, but the three-point shot, this fucking guy shot a three-point ball, uh, I think it was three games ago, and they were down by five, with like 30 seconds to go. Absolutely clutch three ball. And they came back and they won the game. So, I mean, he can hit those shots. He's got pretty decent shot percentage with it. It's just not the person that you want to see taking the shot. Yeah, ideally, he would never take the shot for me because he would be on another team. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's also but. nice to know, though, that you can have that guy out there stretch the floor so that way you can open up the paint. I guess. I just... That's the problem with Time Lord is he can't fucking shoot. Even when he gets fouled, he's like laughing going to the free throw line. <laughs> fucking check. I still don't understand that professional basketball players cannot shoot a fucking free throw. <laughs> like, that's one of the ones I won't excuse. Like, everyone should be at 80%. The factors never change. There's not wind. is inside. The only factors that are changing are the point in the game. Which every sport has, you should be able to handle that. It's called sports. <laughs> it's also about how close the defender is on you. Like, you know, if someone's right in your face, you're gonna have a hard time taking that shot as opposed to have a wide open look. 
Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like for a free throw, you should never fucking oh, free miss. Throw. Yeah, no. Uh, so I think what happens there is people end up getting like growth spurts before they develop any of their shot. And it's yeah. just like, well, now I'm super tall and I can just dunk. So I don't need to learn how to shoot. But it's like the only thing you do for like once it's, you're a professional, like I don't understand. Just sit out and shoot until you get better. <laughs> like that's your job. It's so like, easy to practice. Like, hey, you don't shoot free throws well. Why don't you just take a thousand free throws a day? Because you should get better. Because the factors will be the same as it during the game. It's the same distance. The hoops the same height. The balls are the exact same. Like, there's just people standing on the side, and then there's people yelling and screaming. But like that sports, you should be able to deal with it. Make a fucking. Like, you should not be shooting forty five percent free throws. Because have to, you could. It's like us playing on a mini hoop, dude. Some of these guys can just reach out. <laughs> like, harder. It's harder to shoot when the ball's small in your hands. There's like a, I feel like there's like a one hand. But that's not easy. If, if you, if I got paid and I didn't have to worry about a thing in my life besides shooting a basketball and shooting a free throw, I would hope I wouldn't miss. Like, at least 80% of the time. Like, even with one hand. Like, you just do it every day until you're good at it. It's muscle you gotta, memory. I did it with beer pong, it. dude. I did it with fucking beer pong, dude. It's the same thing. It's a fucking muscle memory thing. I feel like they're professional well, athletes. You're drunk so. in one of them, so that's honestly more hard. That is true. I don't know. Yeah, I have you ever played? With my have you ever played quarters in a dim lit basement <laughs> with 300 people packed against the table pushing? Yeah, no, it, a, and you hit a last cup, you're and no, you're telling me you can't hit a free throw, Shaq? <laughs> I'm calling you out, Shaq. <laughs> Someone tweet at tweet this clip at Shaq. <laughs> You try not to throw up. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Oh, I, I had one more thing with the Celtics. Yeah, go uh, ahead, dude. Yeah. Uh, Hayward, like, the, besides the mismanagement of that trade, uh, they didn't have anybody to replace the production that he had. Yeah. Even so, when like, he was coming off the bench, like, he was a, he was a, like, a trusted scorer. He was someone that, like, when he came on the floor, it was like the starters could rest. Yeah. Like you could go him and Jalen Brown or him and Tatum or him and Kemba. Like as long as you had one of those two guys or two of those four guys out there, you had great production on the court. That must have been tough for him too coming in here. And that's the one thing I will say. And people are going to get on Hayward's case, but he came in here when he came in here, it was only Horford, right? Like Kyrie wasn't even there yet. So. Uh, he- it was Isaiah, I'm pretty sure. No, I think Kemba, not Kemba, Kyrie and Hayward came the same year. I, I do, I know, yeah, I know that, but I'm saying when he signed, I'm pretty sure Kyrie was not on the team yet. You might be right. Oh, he wasn't because he, he oh, yeah, so his, that he must have been, t- yeah, so that must, well, Kyrie was on that team, but I'm saying I think the trade fact, but one thing I will say is I feel like he's one of those people that we're going to look back on and been like, damn, if he didn't have that injury in the first game, like he could have had a different, because when, if he was like the guy and then it was like Kyrie, him and Kyrie were like the guys here. And then you got Tatum and Jalen growing up and it wasn't like their team right away. I think their growth might have even been better, but for Hayward, it must've been so tough to have come here and thought he was going to be the guy, him, Horford, Isaiah. Then it became him, Horford and Kyrie. And then he got hurt, 
a year later it's him fucking Brown and Tatum. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and he wasn't getting minutes and the, the there was only one basketball and he wanted to fucking produce. And I, I don't know. I think it's, it's too bad because I think that this team would have been better if that didn't happen. It's going to be one of those, uh, yeah, what could have hope, been? Yeah, hopefully it doesn't become one of those what could have been things. Like, it's going to hopefully not become one of those uh, OKC with Harden, Durant, and uh, Russ all on the same team. And then just like, oh, damn, they went to the finals that one year and then never were back. But well, That's the curse of little B. <laughs> the base god. <laughs> Has he lifted that curse? Seattle. Yeah, I think he lifted it uh, like two years ago. What, right before Durant, but he lifted because Durant went to, because Durant went to Golden State. Yeah, because he knew that they were gonna win. And he's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, a, what a pussy. Well, dude, he's like, I couldn't even name one fucking little B song, but I know him. His Twitter's wild. Yeah, like I follow him on Twitter. He's a oh, it's like feet pics and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everybody's got fucking. I love little B all over their body. What the fuck? Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Dude, that guy must think he literally is a god. You (laughs) know what I mean? He's like, I fucking have all these people sending me stupid shit. Well. Dude, yeah, no, I I think that uh, I really hope the Celtics do something. I hope they don't make... They're saying that who's the guy in Orlando? Vucevic? Yeah. That there's a potential trade for him. That would be interesting, but I don't know. It's, I think it's going to be fucking hard to get by that Brooklyn team. I think you could even still currently constitute to get by the fucking Sixers because I just do not trust Brooklyn that team. Brooklyn team, like, low-key just, like, literally well, has they're to the, score a fuck ton of points in order. The, yeah, but they're win. the front runner for Blake Griffin now, too. Oh, they are? Yeah, because he wants to go to a contender. Jesus if, I, if you're... Dude... Isn't their defense, like, horrible? It's so annoying. Because, yeah. like, how do they not get annoyed with each other for being like, you know what? I'm going to ruin the season for all my boys because me and these fucking few friends are going to just win. Like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what fucking Kevin Durant is. He's like, yeah, no, I want to play with all the best players in the league. Like, so I'm just going to jump from team to team and, you know. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> Kevin. Come to Boston, though, please. <laughs> He's a triple B. Come to Boston, please. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Remember we sent, uh, it was like the coalition of people that went over Kevin Durant. It was like Brady, but then it was like Ke- Kelly Olenek, Isaiah Thomas. And uh, it wasn't. No, I, thinking back on it, I bet Brady doing, being the guy to win him over just wasn't. No, he actually said Brady almost won him over, but he really? said. Really? I don't yeah. believe that at all. Brady's he such a weirdo. Brady Brady's borderline, over, like, has a hint of the tism. Like, I bet Brady was like, oh, hi. I'm he Tom said, Brady. Hey, when we win the super, when we win the Super Bowl here. We kiss our kids on the lips. Yeah, like like <laughs> right like Brady like mouth. isn't the guy I'd send. Like he seems a little no, odd. but apparently yeah. What happened got the, was he's got the status. Kevin I don't Dur- think he. Yeah, Kevin Durant was like wa- wooed over by Tom Brady and was like, "Oh my, Tom Brady's telling me to come here." And then he was like, "Why?" That was like a respect thing. I think he's saying that as like a respect thing. Like, oh, it's Tom Brady. I mean, I feel like those guys all care about the celebrity says too. Like, 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 if fucking little baby came to Atlanta and like Atlanta was an option, and like little baby and like young fucking future were like come to Kevin Durant, went to uh, 
Durant. I bet that would have more pull than Brady does. Well, yeah, dude, because then he's like, I can chill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Brady seems like kind of an odd guy. It's like, I think he just being Atlanta's not like a I think, better team. But I, I think, think Atlanta just doesn't care. Yeah, I think it's their ownership. That city just doesn't care. That city's a soccer city, which is kind of funny. <laughs> little pathetic city. Yikes. Wow. But, yeah, no, I, I just think it's going to be really tough to get by that Brooklyn team. In the playoffs, I'm I'm hoping that they decide already, haven't we? Yeah, I don't know. Playoffs is a different animal. Who's to say that we're even going to see them in the playoffs? Um, I guess. But dude, all I know, man, is like, you know, if you start having a few bad games, it kind of starts carrying over, especially with the team when it's all superstars like that one is. Oh, you gotta hold each other alive. Yeah, you gotta hope Kyrie just loses it, or just like Kevin, Kevin, uh, or James Harden fucking goes down to Atlanta and gets lost in the booty and doesn't come back for fucking two weeks or something. So I'm gonna be honest, I'm so on the train of NBA players not caring about winning. Like I'm just on that train. Like just fucking like drop fucking forty a night and go to the strip club after. And make your millions, just like that's what anybody else does with their job. You know, like why? Like the the guy goes to his office, gets to put in his time, does the bare minimum, gets his paycheck, goes to Ned Devine's at night, goes to Sissy K's. Why can't the NBA player just fucking try enough and then eat some fucking hot wings? Money. That doesn't change it for me though. Like, have fun, let him ball out, let him yeah. flex. Let him, let him get four PF diamond chains and put honey buns and Louis Vuitton bags. Like James Harden well, I mean, for a little bit. I don't think everyone cares about that. I'm like kind of over. It's like that New England mindset where it's like, oh, like he's a fucking team winner. Like fuck it. Like I just want to watch fucking fun. That's what basketball is to me. It's just like a fun sport to watch. It's like watch. I want to see fucking Kyrie dribble the ball fucking for 24 seconds. Every That's fucking why, like, dude, basketball is gonna have a baseball. That's problem why I like it. it. It is. No, it's gonna be the opposite, but the same problem. Because it's such like a appealing sport, I think, to watch compared to baseball. But eventually, it's going to be like I, I think the way I'm describing it's going to feel like an all star game every fucking day. I'm trying to think who the player was. Uh, it was someone on the Wizards. I think it was either Bradley Beal or John Wall. But like they got blown out in the game that they played. And within 10 minutes of the game being over, this dude was already at a strip club. Like people were taking That's awesome. Like, that's like, just awesome. Just, I, yeah. just I respect that. I think that's cool. After the game, like that's on. Yeah, you know, that's After the, the game, like try, try your. If you're losing, that's your job is to win. It's not no, but, but, thing, not, but that's not how it works. Like but that's asshole. not how it works. That's not how it works. Like yes, it is. That's their job. No, 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 no. Because because at the end of the day, like a person who works at some fucking job, crunchy numbers or sitting Excel sheet, has to do their bare minimum and they're getting their job done. Where he's still trying like hard to be good at basketball. What job asks you to do the bare minimum? No job ever asks you to do the bare minimum. You get what I'm saying. No, no, I'm not saying. No, I don't get still, what you're saying. I'm because, saying you, but you they can't work say, but work only job, one team. Shut, only one job. team get can win a night. Okay. Whereas yes, if you just fucking who give your eight hours and get your fucking job done, like you do your shit. That's you could consider that the bare minimum. I'd say that's you could argue that's called the bare minimum. You're such a soccer fan. You can go. Nothing you can play a whole ninety-minute game and tie zero-zero, and that's a fucking good. Yeah, it was game. probably more exciting than any NFL no, game ever existed. 
It's not <laughs> probably not having a winner is annoying. Just like it's like watching a sport for people who don't care about winning or losing ruins it because then it just becomes like, oh, look at me shooting a basketball. Like you want yeah, to see about, like, a posterizing the, 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 the whole I want to po- see no. a fucking posterizing dunk. The posterizing dunk doesn't matter if you lose. If you do well, I, if but you it do does... well and you lose, fine, go to. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. But, but that's my point is like you can like, still play well. It, yeah, but no, yeah, I'm not arguing. Just fucking blow it and be like, act like you don't know how to play a sport. But like, if you fucking try and you drop like a forty bomb and you lose or something, you you should be allowed to go to the strip club without the fucking dude Tommy from Massachusetts being like, no, you're fuck you guys. Like because Aaron, because if you don't get a figure. sale, if you don't get a you're sale a at your figure. job and you did the bare minimum to get that but sale, not, you don't get to go out and celebrate thing. it after no, and be no, like, that's, well, that's, well, that's not how it works. That's not the fair comparison. As a sports player, you're a because in theory you could be like, "All right, take this information, take this spreadsheet, and fucking like put it and put it." This is why I'm saying this purely for this. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) But but like you could be like, "All right, take this spreadsheet and fucking like transfer it over to like access," and you just did that, and like that's your job. Where in the NBA game, it's like you could fucking try your hardest, but you're not gonna win every night, and you shouldn't be punished, and you should not be allowed. No one's asking for them to be punished, but it's like yeah, but. bit about losing what am i no 10 minutes after losing Fuck. being in a strip club i can't who even get out shit? you can't even get out of the who stadium after shit? 10 minutes that's awesome that's more, more power to him yeah, that's, that's why it's so fucking awesome yeah like it's like i like i don't think you should be like fuck i lost oh Are shit i'm not allowed to have fun like the fucking everybody else ah, fuck it he's fucking put some deodorant on he might be a little musty, but he's worth fucking. Well, he didn't try that hard because they lost, so that way he. Probably That's not how it works. You can't be like, oh, he didn't try that hard, so they lost, so he should stay home and not go to strip club. It's such a dumb. The argument. difference is, I think it's in such basketball, a brain dead argument. Like, I'm not saying he shouldn't go to the strip club like ten so. minutes later. Like at least get a. What, what changes? After. Okay, but it shouldn't have anything to do with his losing. Yeah, maybe he should have showered a bit. I'm not gonna lie. Well, not even that. He definitely should have showered. Yeah, really yeah he should have showered, but I don't think losing changed the four minutes, win or lose. He should at least listen to the coach talk for five minutes about maybe why. Lost. Okay, maybe the coach fucking was his fault. He said, "Fuck you, coach." Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. When you're like trying to be a basketball player and you're like trying to run the whole team, like, well, here's the thing: if you're good enough to be in the NBA, still, as long as like, say, you get kicked out of the NBA because you're not good, no team wants you, then yeah. But if you're good enough to get picked picked up by teams, and like, you know what I mean? Like, you're clearly trying. You're clearly trying. Like, if you weren't, they wouldn't pick you up. So you should be allowed to fucking do whatever you want. Yeah, yes. Well, anyway, um, I'm done with the NBA talk. I who won this three point contest was it Curry? Wait, that shit happened. Yeah, it happened yeah. during halftime of the All Star game. There was an All Star game. Yeah, it's, thank it's God, Jalen right Brown's had tendonitis and he's been playing in the All Star game. But what a horrible fucking sport. <laughs> The um, the thing that uh, going into the uh, something else I wanted to talk about was Spencer. Would you be a big fan of what 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 do you think is going to happen with the uh, Russ Russell Wilson deal? Would you be a fan of Dallas selling selling some of the farm to get Russell Wilson in 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 Dallas? Or are you still on the Dak Prescott train? Like, what is uh as the NFL? Uh, off season is kind of shaping up. What do you what are you hoping that the, your Cowboys do this off season? Uh, they need to figure out the Dak situation. I don't want to get older by taking Russell Wilson, but at the same time, it's it's still a great quarterback 
to have on the team. So if they can't keep Dak for whatever reason, sure, I'll, I'll take Russell Wilson in that case. But I want Dak over anybody else right now. You want Dak over Wilson? Yeah. Cause, well, because why do you want to get old? You know, you got young How much Dak. older is Dak? How much older is Wilson than Dak? Well, Dak's 26, 27. Wilson's like 32, mid-30s, 32. It's a five-year difference. Yeah, I don't know. I think I would. I would take an, a straight up one for one. I would take. I'll take Russell Wilson over Dak. That's just, just me personally. I think that makes you can, around Dak. I think you can win now with Wilson. You have some talent on that team to win now. Not on that defensive side, though. You get Russell Wilson. Some people might come in. Yeah, yeah, I, Bra- I he said himself he wants the Brady effect, dude. He wants to be able to go to one of these teams and just win. So. I think Dallas realistically is one of those teams that I think closer than a lot. Like, I mean, I'd rather be Dallas right now than New England, but I, at least roster wise, like franchise wise, coach wise, obviously, I'm, I have a brain. I wouldn't want to be the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, you don't want to deal with that ownership. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I feel like he's like the Steinbrenner of uh, of football, except he doesn't win. <laughs> yeah, he used to win. 20 years ago. Yeah, when he had Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't even 20 years ago. It was 30 years ago. My God. I know, dude. Isn't that not Like, thinking about, like, I was, uh, Aaron, when he was moving some of his shit up, him and I were watching Seinfeld, and uh, I'm like, Jesus. I was thinking about that. I'm like, that's 30 years ago. Why do Dallas like, people think they're like can talk about sports? Sorry if you're a Dallas guy. I didn't mean to say oh, that. I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys I say, well, well, you know who I'm a fan of, so we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> it's even worse in Dallas. It's actually even more embarrassing. Yeah. Any of the New York franchises, it's just like... Yeah, I, I will the Yankees always... haven't won in fucking 10 years. This is, uh, 10 years isn't that 12 bad. years. Giants, so the Yankees it is. Giants are 11 years. I mean, I can... I still have that. Like I, I was alive for it. I can remember it. That's I guess I'll argue. <laughs> uh, I think with the like all the talent that the Yankees team has, it's pretty disappointing that they're not winning any games. Yeah, but they were good last year. And then they, they are. They just yeah. they lost. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I still. The we we talked about this a little before. Um, I, I. I wouldn't. I couldn't imagine paying three hundred sixty-four dollars to see the Red Sox this year on opening day to see uh, Baltimore, because it's like, oh yeah, there's the uh, battle of the last place in the AL East because those two teams are fucking. And it's like the Yankees are gonna like be there again. I think they're gonna dominate the AL East. I think it's gonna be them and the Blue Jays. Tampa's gonna hang around, might make the playoffs. Dodgers are gonna go for another run. Dude, that team is fucking. You know who? You know who else bothers me is Trevor Bauer, but he reminds me of Dice, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who also bothers me. There's a lot of people who bother me in sports. DeChambeau's such a fucking douchebag. Oh, he's a guy that I would like to just like one of the reporters to be like, "You're kind of just fucking a douchebag, aren't you?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's like hyping himself up about the fucking 370 yard drive. You're a fucking nerd, dude. Fuck you. And then fucking uh, Trevor Bauer reminds me of baseball's version of him. <laughs> just a fucking just annoying douchebag. Same punchable face. Just want to absolutely fucking sock him. 
he made so much money to be the fourth pitcher on that team. That team's got David Price coming back, which I don't know. Like I, I was never a huge fan of him in Boston, but you did you did what you needed him to do in 2018. So uh, I don't know. I don't I don't have bad feelings about Price. I think it was good of them to get rid of him. I was less like I wasn't too sad to see him go, but that team's stacked. Did they? Got, you still got Kershaw, him. You got Waka Bueller, and then uh, you got Bauer now, and then you got someone else too. You got that. Uh, I can't remember his name. Fuck, he's the left-hander, the chubby guy. I got no fucking idea. I don't know about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I can't. I think it's. I'm not I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna look it up. I don't care. I don't care. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get by it. But that team's. That team's. Oh, Chef Ran always comes on, and I always think he's gonna pop in now. He's gonna be coming on sometime. Some soon, I can imagine. But uh, the, I'm not gonna get distracted. Stop getting distracted. The the, the the yeah, that Dodgers team is definitely gonna make another run at it. There's not really anyone in the NL that I'd. Want to be more than more than them? Yeah, <laughs> that team's uh, stacked. Mean, the Brewers are ML, right? Or NL? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're they're getting pretty decent. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if the pit. I don't know their pitching stuff. Enough, but I don't know. I I haven't gotten in super. I get I get invested in like the big teams in baseball, but I never really listen to the fucking. Like I don't really. It I like too long of a season for me to get into. Yeah, I really liked the 82 game season to be real. It was super great for me to not have to watch one of the so it made at least half the game. It was half the games I needed to watch. And I, then they were doing 7 inning games on doubleheader day. Oh, that was fucking awesome. Magnifique, dude. I'm all about all that shit. Like, I don't know. I think they need to fix base general consensus or is that just you guys? I'm curious cuz I don't really know. Um I think for baseball fans, probably not because most baseball fans are old people. But it's tough because I don't know. I I love baseball. I think it's such a great sport. I'm so glad I played it. I think it was like you know what I mean. It's it's a really if you understand it, it's a pretty. It's like an intricate game. Like in a lot of it, the problem is that this is like being there is a lot more enjoyable than watching it on TV because a lot of baseball is like the atmosphere and like you see the like all the players moving around and how like intricate every play is even though it's like not all the time balls being put in play I think there's a problem with baseball and nerds that's the real problem with baseball is the nerds are making it terrible that's what's happening to the Red Sox they're trying to make them these fucking analytic switching infielders in and out every day all these fucking role players like please yeah it's yeah. fucking terrible. And then you have these people, like, they would rather have someone on your team. Like, we traded Ben Attendee away, who had a great contract. And he was, before, they, the, he had a tough year last year, but they tried to ruin his fucking swing trajectory. But, but, but I don't fucking care. He was a good doubles hitter. He hit for power at times. He got on base and scored runs. That's all that should matter. Watching Ben Attendee play baseball, he was good. But then uh, these analytic guys ruined him. We trade him. We'd rather have, we got this guy who strikes out 200 times a year. That's fucking one and a half times a night. We don't, I don't want him. I'd rather someone who gets on base. So terrible. Like these fucking baseball nerds are like home run or strikeout. 
that's what's good. Like that's like really what they fucking go for. Base hits and shit. I'll start like, because of Moneyball. Kind of. But so my question about that, and I've always thought this because like I kind of have the general gist of it. Like it's like basically you've been saying. Like you both can answer this. They didn't win anything. So like why did that become But the thinking because the thinking was that it bind the the you can bind like the thinking and the thought process of the team building and then combine it with big market spending. That's why the Red Sox wanted Billy Bean before they took Theo because Theo was like Billy Bean's like kind of like student. He like kind of followed his same nerd bullshit. Theo Epstein himself looked like a nerd. Kind of fucking well, dude. All the guys he's now a real, like, he's he's a real what? He he like admitted that his like he fucking kind of ruined it, and he like I think he he's getting a job in the ML like front office. I think he wants to kind of rectify it because he knows that baseball is going downhill because of the analytics now. It's like it's definitely harder to watch, bro. It is. But it's good for clips when you watch like a home run on a fucking Instagram video. But it's not great when you watch a fucking nine inning game. But I don't know. Like the one sport that calls out the analytics a lot is big name players don't like analytics. You, you tapped out. I tapped out. Yeah, what sport was it? You said hockey. Out? Hockey. Like Brad Marsh and another guy the other day, like um, Scheifel from. Winnipeg said something like because, like, like to me, baseball was ruined by analytics. I think analytics, it, you have to have a, like it's like a hit or miss. It's like n- now they're trying to have all these basketball players instead of fucking taking a long range two, just take a three. And it's like you have these players like Tice now who are ideally don't want to take a three ever, taking threes because it like makes sense analytics wise and it makes the game less interesting for me. Who am I as an average consumer? The, uh, go, let's go back to the football thing. The other thing I want getting my like thoughts together was um, what your what do you what your hopes are for the Patriots in this offseason? What do you think they're going to do? Whether or not you want to see that? What do you want to see them do with their quarterback? Uh, qual, uh, qualms, problems. What do you think? What, what do you think uh, they should do? I think they should sign out whoever they can get as the cheapest veteran quarterback that's out there in free agency and use that 15 draft pick to take whatever the best quarterback available there is in the draft. Then you have him sit back kind of like what Patrick Mahomes did uh, on the chiefs until they think he's ready. And then they let the vet go. Yeah. There's fucking so many talks. though now there all these like big pats insiders and shit. Um, they're all saying it's like forty percent to fifty percent chance that Cam Newton's the one who's coming back, and then they'll like they'll draft someone. I don't know if they'll draft someone at fifteen though. I don't know who you want at fifteen. There's going to be a lot of teams taking quarterbacks. I think. I'm hearing a lot of rumors that Justin Fields is dropping in like a lot of. I have heard that drafts. So like. He's an easy guy that I would look at and be like, yeah, I'd take him at 15. Like, Of course. Down. I think in a normal year, Mac Jones wouldn't be a first-round pick, but I think he's going to be now. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not like that impressed by him, to be honest. I think that people hype him up, but he had two of the best receivers in the country. He had a great offensive line and a great running game. 
like you know what I mean? Like he had a he arguably had a better offense than he'll even have like in comparison to his like com- competition. He'll have a better offense than he does in comparison to the NFL probably. Like so, I don't know. And I, it's it's he just doesn't. I I like a little athleticism. I'm like, you know what I mean? I like. Yeah. Even Mahomes can scramble out of the pocket for eight yards, ten yards. You know what I mean? Run out of bounds. Like I, the, the ability to like take at least a defender away to spy out of like coverage, I think is gonna be an important thing in QBs forever now. You know what I mean? So I don't know. He just does. That's the same reason I don't like Trask because I think Trask is one of the more true like arms in the draft. Yeah, because I I watched a few Florida games this year and. It just doesn't seem like he zips the ball out. And, like, I can't tell if it's because the ball is, like, the fucking one with the stripes. So, like, it looks different or whatever the fuck it is. I don't – I've heard of that. But, like, it just doesn't look like he zips it to me. And he all – but, um, yeah, like, that's the same reason I'm not impressed with him is, like, he's he he has a good arm and he looks like a good pocket passer. But I don't know. Especially on the Patriots when you don't have a lot of good receiver talent. I would want someone who could potentially maybe just scramble, put the ball down. And yeah, the receiver talent's not there, and your offensive line talent's not there either. So you definitely need somebody who's going to be a little mobile. Yeah, um, th- they're saying like the the best like athlete slash like the person that has the most room for growth is Trey Lance, but I think you run the risk of like having him be. Some- like the body type and the build of a good like QB, but just doesn't have that skill level because I mean he's not playing at a real true D one. He's the North Dakota State kid, right? So yeah, yeah. So what, I don't know. Who's the Wyoming kid though? Isn't he good? Isn't he good? Josh Allen. That's Josh. Josh Allen. That's Josh Allen. He's pretty good, right? Or is he? Yeah, not good? I like Josh Allen. I think he's one of like he came out at like I think it was the same. Time as Mahomes, Watson, and like Mayfield. I think we're all like the same draft or something like that, or same few years. Yeah, something like that. I know they're all in the same cluster, but um, I I think that just like the peers that he's around now take more of the attention he does. But I think he's. I think I think that Buffalo team is going to be an issue for. A little bit of time now in the AFC East. I think that's uh, going to be a problem for the Patriots coming in the next coming years, especially when they're rebuilding. I don't see this being a destination for free agents. Um, I don't know how much allure New England has now. That's the thing that I really am starting to think. I wonder how much, how many like burn bridges there are with Belichick with people like. Um, because there was people back in like 2007, 2000, like uh, Asante Samuel was one of them that I knew had like a huge contract dispute with the Patriots, and they ended up get, letting him go, and he ended up going to Philly, I think it was. But um, yeah, he was someone who was, yeah, Amendola has been very outspoken, but like Belichick was apparently allegedly making ten million back in 2007, which was like unheard of back then, and I, I guess that was like pissing players off but now that's like one of the things Amendola has kind of said too and 
the thing is, is Amendola represented himself. That was one thing he said in one of the interviews. And I'm like, of course, Belichick's trying to steal shit from you. You don't have an agent, asshole. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And it's like, he also took, that's the thing too, is the annoying thing with the, the people who talk shit about the Patriots is these players agreed to these deals. Like, it's not like they didn't. So it's like, yeah, they played for less money. And like Amendola, if you don't want to take less, if you want to make more money, go you, go ahead, go to Detroit. You're not going to win. Like, like that's what kind of like, and now that you don't have that, like you're not going to win. Like you don't have that. Like that's the problem. So I don't know. I really don't know who I think my ideal QB would be for the Patriots. I think there's a lot of talk about the Jimmy G. I really hope it's not Jimmy G. <laughs> But I think Jimmy G would be good if you get him and then someone to trade. But there's so many factors to get Jimmy G. Like, you need fucking someone to trade to the 49ers. Like, I know there's talk about Teddy Bridgewater. The best part about this podcast is going to come out in two weeks and all this shit's already done and over with. Yeah, free agency starts, what, 10 days from now? Yeah, so this will be out after free agency. So one one of these takes might be right. Imagine it. It'd be crazy. I don't know. I I think... I don't think Jameis Winston's getting enough respect. Yes, yeah. I would take James Winston for you guys. For the past fans. Yeah. I mean, I the think dude, pretty good. dude lit it up in New Orleans. He got LASIK. Yeah, he can see now. He's not going to throw 47 touchdown passes and 47 interceptions anymore. Yeah, it was 30 for 30. He won a 30-30. That's pretty fuck. Like, the fact that he can throw a 30. is absurd. Awesome. You must it's be blind. Awesome. He must he is blind. He just has a sixth sense. The fact that he made it that far and he couldn't fucking see is absolutely insane. Best video is that video of him being like putting his fingers in his mouth. He's like, we're getting a dub tonight. <laughs> he like throws his fingers out. <laughs> then they fucking lost. <laughs> the best is like the meme edits of like that with like the crab legs because he stole the crab legs when he was at it's like sucking a crab leg. Is he a pretty <laughs> nasty pitcher for um, FSU? Yeah, he was. He was one of those guys that was in sport. So a lot of them were. A lot, a lot of them were like, like, yeah, a lot. Brady was a catcher, right? Yeah. yeah. Russell Montreal, Wilson was a pitcher. Both. Yeah. Not a pitcher. Russell Wilson Russell's was a shortstop, stop, right? Field. Oh, yeah. Or maybe third base or something like something that. Like that yeah. Mahomes was the pitcher. And then. Dude, Mahomes pro- looks like he would throw the ball like once, 175. I was watching. I was watching a clip of him on Team USA. I don't know if it was like an eighteen U team or what it was, but he was throwing like ninety, slinging it from like the side, throwing these crazy shit. It's like the thing about those athletes. It's like don't don't tell me it's your fucking worth ethic. Like this this guy fucking went two for two in sports. Most people don't even bat fucking don't even come close to batting getting one sport. Don't tell me that he just worked hard. Well, there's a like, combination of sure those people like freak athletes. Freak yeah, athletes. like I mean, yeah, I, you you get gifted being a freak athlete, and you have to work with that. But like, I'd say it's, I'd honestly argue it's more being just naturally athletic than anything for like oh, some, yeah. certain sports. Most human beings, if they athlete, worked on one sport ne- their whole life, would yeah. be lucky. Yeah, like even those like those little like even Tyler Hero is just like how tall is he? Like six foot. I hate him. I love him. But he's he another looks, guy I hate. He's from yeah. like he's from like a rich he's town in Wisconsin, like, and he acts like, yeah. like he's from the fucking trenches. Then. He's also just from Wisconsin. You could have just said that. Didn't you have to add rich? Like the fact he's just from Wisconsin <laughs> discredits the way he acts. Well, I thought a lot of people from Wisconsin are 
milk farmers, dairy farmers. Yeah, that that exactly. You, you think they like milk part? Do, do they? Hand I want to try some Wisconsin milk. Like, what do they do? Do they have machines to milk? Like, yeah, they got cheese and beer there. I think Milwaukee would be like asked. a fun little city. I don't really care. What... They're definitely not out there doing it by hand. I think you do I by hand. To... I'm pretty sure you do it by hand. How else do you do it? Do they yeah, have a milk machine? It depends, like how big the setup. Every is. cow, dude. Do you imagine how much milk Americans? Yeah, but that's like a big setup. What if you have like six cows? Then you're not making any money. Yeah, but that's how I want to like picture Wisconsin. It's like little mom and pop shops. Yeah, that's not it. Have you ever seen the like stuff? Can we just pretend it is all? Yo, should we talk I mean, about um? Since it's not gonna hurt Spencer's anybody. Here, uh, betting. Yeah, Spencer, are you gonna be? Are, uh, what is the? Uh, your, what, what do you got? What yeah, do you got? Wait, how do you do I, got, I can bet on the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I did pretty good on the Super Bowl actually. Um, because you do the parlays and shit too, right? And the fucking yeah. side bets and. Yeah, and I had like Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay points. Uh, I hit a square for four hundred bucks. Oh shit! Uh, I had some couple other things. Like a ton of my props were hitting the Bill Belichick thing that I said on here. That that fucking went. They mentioned him <laughs> almost immediately. I'll, I'll um. So I'll Take add clips for that episode. I 30. went the complete opposite on my uh, Super Bowl bets. Got the coin toss wrong. <laughs> uh, they didn't show the. They didn't do the the quarterback like the first uh, head coach to be shown didn't show up. Um, I had Kansas winning. Uh, I had Kansas winning by thirteen points. Oh. Didn't get that right. And then I had the distance of the first field goal got it wrong. Lost a good amount of money that night. <laughs> we also did color That's the good Gatorade amount of money being poured. Oh yeah, I got that I wrong. Got oh, I owe you. I owe I somebody that for that. Too. Yeah, I I I I had. Yeah, I I got it all wrong. I don't know I who just we bottled What color was the Gatorade? I don't even remember. It was like clear. It was something weird. Yeah, it wasn't clear. like a. I got yeah. I got a, I got an open one. It's just a straight bet. I got what? rugby six nations Ireland to beat Scotland coming up March fourteenth. Already forgot about it until I looked. Um, <laughs> I'll probably just get a Venmo request from my bookie when I get it wrong. <laughs> Uh, I did an early March Madness bet way back at the start of the season. I threw out Gonzaga and Iowa, and they're both looking pretty good. I hate the Graza guy. I might, I might do a bet right now. The guy from Iowa, Gorza or whatever his name is. He's a he's got a punchable face. His (laughs) fucking heavy brow. A lot of punchable faces, but. That uh yeah, those both are looking pretty good because this year's a very off year for college basketball. Like Colgate's in the top ten. Like what the fuck is happening? I'm gonna put money in Illinois winning it all right now. Dude, and uh, UML has a shot at making March Madness. Imagine, that's awesome. I'm gonna fucking I'm... go to Indy, go to their game if they make it. That's like one of the most exciting things I've heard in a long time. So dude, like, remember we were like courtside. Some of those kids were probably on the team still, dude. Like you, I recognize a few of the kids from the picture, yeah. so hopefully they fucking win, and then that would be sick going to Indy because there's limited seating, right? Yeah. Get the, get the pleasure to watch them get blown up by Gonzaga. <laughs> oh. Or if they upset Gonzaga, dude, that would be even more crazy. 
fucking Super Bowl city right there. Dude. I would lose my shit if they won and beat Gonzaga. <laughs> but we lost to Ohio State and Michigan bad on national TV. I remember in one of my classes, uh, they were hyping that game up like a year in advance. So like, next year you'll see us on ESPNU playing fucking Michigan, Ohio State. It's like 78-38. <laughs> but they play Hartford, I think, in the championship game this week. So yeah, Saturday the 13th. Dude, I might bet on it. I'll throw some money on it. I can bet for you, Coop, if you want. No, I'll go on DraftKings. Doesn't really count. It's a little different. But yeah, no, my my top three teams to win the tournament is definitely going to be Iowa, Michigan, or Gonzaga, in my I'm, opinion. I'm putting Illinois on it right now. <laughs> Who's the fucking kid from Iowa? I hate him. He's going to be such Graza, a I said shit. that, and no one said yeah. anything. I've no, said we a lot agreed with it. He's not good. I mean, he's good in college. He's actually disgusting, but he just isn't going to translate. Oh, yeah. No. He can't play defense. I mean, if you, yeah, if you made it 1947, maybe. He looks like he low-key looks like he would like just fucking serve the Korean War and came home <laughs> and plays like basketball for like <laughs> Army. Like, that's kind of head-ass haircut he has. <laughs> His demeanor is punchable, but yeah, no. Um, the other one is the surprising one is uh, Alabama is ranked top five, and they're not normally uh they're not normally a football or a basketball team. They don't normally, yeah. Have but yeah, no. That the, those are pretty solid bets. The Iowa Gonzaga, and then even Illinois. I know Illinois has like a. a, a his number's four. I don't know what the fuck is. When does March Madness start? Because I want to so, put like an March early... Madness is starting. I want uh, to. It starts on bet. the 18th. Hopefully they give. Let me. How often bet. do you bet, Spence? Are you like a like pretty consistent on game shit? Like, or is it like a only big games kind of thing? So I budget myself to a hundred dollars a week, but I don't bet every week. So it's it's kind of more just when I'm feeling it. I'm typically yeah. only betting on the Celtics now just because I haven't been really watching a ton of the rest of the league to bet on anybody else. Yeah. And, like, I don't like betting on hockey. It's kind of shitty. Betting yeah, on baseball too... sucks. Yeah, I could see doing, like, a long-term bet. Like, put a long-term bet on, like, the fucking Dodgers or something. But... And so the only other thing that I've been looking at on my uh, on Bovada is I've been following this for like three weeks now. It's King Kong versus Godzilla, who will be the final winner at the end of the movie. Oh. Kong opened up as a heavy favorite, and now it's even. So <laughs> that's a good bet. Honestly, I, I haven't seen a Godzilla should win Godzilla right? movie in my life, but Godzilla should be. King Kong, I'd, I'd say. Imagine. It's a fucking dragon that shoots fire. Yeah. yeah. King Kong was defeated by planes, lizard. right? <laughs> King Kong was defeated by a biplane. Yeah. Jack Jack the original. Plus, like, he had trouble fighting a T-Rex, didn't he? So, how does he expect to beat King Kong? 
I've dude. never seen a I've never seen a Godzilla movie in my entire life, so I really don't. Dude, know. they're nuts. The older ones are crazy. <laughs> and fucking, I, I saw the trailer for the movie. He takes like a piece of Godzilla's spine out and like beats him with it. So I don't fucking know, man. Oh, so they gave it away? No. Yeah. The thing is, the thing is, is that you know the that that's just like to make you though. think that Kong's gonna beat Godzilla. Or they're going to tie because it's 2021 and no one wins or loses. We all just go, Soccer win win or lose, we lose. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, we're going to make Godzilla vs. Kong 6. Maybe then you'll see. They're both going to be on the edge of retirement. It's the new Avengers. It's not going to (laughs) stop. It's going to go on for the rest of your life. There is two SpongeBob spinoffs now. There's the Patrick Star one, and then there's like a super animated one, like SpongeBob... uh, his like adolescent years, like Are let's the kids go kids you for it? I don't know. You would know more than. No, I haven't seen many. Dude, kids don't really even watch SpongeBob. Yeah, like. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, like they did. They all watch this one YouTuber who's a girl who to shit. Has her tits out or something? Like yeah, more or less. I'll try to figure out what the name is, and I'll fucking. But yeah, no, like I don't think SpongeBob hits like it used to, dude. Not in like the voice actor for SpongeBob, I'm pretty sure died like ten years ago, right? I'm pretty sure he's more recent. That was the creator. Oh, it was the creator. Yeah, he passed. The creator say no spinoffs. I I don't think he was like against it, but he was kind of just like, yeah, it's kind of become its own monster at this point. Well, he's dead. It's so. one of those things. Like yeah, that's. Yeah. It's like I don't. I don't know. He was alive how long ago? Not too long. Yeah, I don't know. Did SpongeBob guy die? When did SpongeBob guy? That's exactly what I'm typing. For some reason I can't. Twenty sixteen. I got twenty eighteen. So. <laughs> oh, so twenty eighteen. My my eyesight was just too poor. Sorry. Damn. So you bet on who did you bet on Spencer? Zilla. I didn't put any money on it. I I've just been following it just because I think it's stupid that you can put money on it. There's not going to be a clear winner. Yeah, that's the only reason I wouldn't do it. Like everyone loses money. It's gonna be like it's it's gonna be like Rocky. <laughs> oh no, he went the distance. <laughs> ain't gonna be a rematch. Key of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> What's his girlfriend's name? He yells out. Adrian. 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 <laughs> King Kong is Rocky. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> I was watching the fucking Seinfeld earlier. Stella. <laughs> Some relaxers in Florida. I was uh, watching the one where they burned down the cabin. Or Kramer. Yeah, dude. There's so many good ones. Oh, but anyway. Yeah, no. Um, Spencer, are you a crypto guy? A no. stock guy at all? Nah, I, I want to get into it. I just haven't been able to. See, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get into it. It'd be great. This fucking coin that I thought, told Joey about a while ago when it was low it was like still skyrocketing. I get in, and ever since, it's just been stagnant. And I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I've like consistently been at like negative seven bucks for the last like two days. Look at up. 
Oh yeah, I'm riding the train, but it's just like is, uh, Ethereum. It's going through an update in July, from what I've heard. I don't know what the update is. Like I'm the type of guy, like I, I I'm pretty good with technology, but I cannot tell you what the difference is in these things. Can you explain the blockchain? Maybe I'm probably not correct. To me, I just take them as like uh, like Chuck E. Cheese tokens that just are actually a value. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's like World of Warcraft gold where people actually buy it from eBay for some reason. But I see the problem that IOC brought up with it is that, like, at some point, like, I don't understand where the how we have fake money that people put money in that somehow makes me more real money. That concept doesn't make sense. But I know it's because more people put money in and when you sell, like, you get some of that back. But it's just like the only value that that crypto has is with, like, a current currency. I mean, yeah, but that's adding currencies. Yeah, yeah, I know. So that's why it's like I don't know. I'm not. I don't oh, no, understand. I do agree. I like know. I can see, like I can see something like the people, like the government or whatever, just being like, "Fuck you, no, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna have a soundboard ready for tonight. I forgot. You fuck. I download it and everything. You literally said you were gonna be the soundboard guy. Bro, I downloaded it, got the clips and everything. I just... <laughs> oh. Next yeah, time. it's not so easy being the production oh, guy now, is hey, it? You. <laughs> you. I had this. I had Step Brothers ones. I had... Oh, Joey, you said you were going to have the soundboard ready for tonight? Fuck <laughs> 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 <Thank> you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, the uh, March Madness should be interesting. I uh, I hope it's a fun one this year. Like, I hope UML goes and wins. Imagine UML goes to the fi- like Final Four or some shit. They get to the Final Four before they get to the Frozen Four. The hockey team's been uh, just so stagnant since that first year, dude. I think our closest chance for that team to get anywhere for the next uh, few decades, I have a feeling, is uh, that time that they lost to Notre Dame in the Elite Eight or whatever the fuck it is for hockey. And Bjork scored the overtime goal. I I have the video I have the picture of you eating ice cream cone at that game to signify the (laughs) loss, dude. I was like, oh gas, that was we could have made that a poster for the fucking (laughs) frozen four, but instead we did not get to go. Fuck you. Andres Bjork. But get him off the Bruins. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him. Dude, that shit with uh, Carlo and Tom Wilson was nuts. Such a dirty hit. Joe, you were saying that the Capitals fans were trying to justify that? That's fucking crazy. I saw the clip on Twitter, and um, yeah, the whole comments was just like, clearly, like, he didn't mean to do that. He was, he was like, I don't know if they say he was hit or tripped into him. He came, he came out of clearly not the case. And then the the other argument was, the glass was the one that hit him, not the guy. The yeah, glass the, is what hurt him. The glass hit him. Like, the glass hit him because his shoulder hit him into the glass. <laughs> he targeted his head. The guy was standing straight up, and he got hit in the head. It wasn't like he was bending down. Like, oh, it was such a dirty hit, and he went down, straight down, and he went to the hospital. Bro, he dropped he's... everything and grabbed his head and like fell to the ground. Dude, it, it was probably to the point where there like wasn't even like, a fight that much after. Yeah. Someone came up and smashed the guy into the ground, and he was, like, checking his nose. 
snake ass like, pussy. People were like, ooh, more than like a what the fuck type fight. Yeah, because it was like a good. bad one. Yeah. Bruins are, uh, we meant to talk about that more with DC last week. Uh, he'll He's going to be a guest that will come back on. We'll talk about Bruins more when the season comes closer to the playoffs because they're going to be a playoff team. But I still have my doubts uh, overall with them. Uh, Spencer, overall, your feelings in the Celtics. Uh, what do you think your prediction right now? We'll have you. We'll have you on before the playoffs again. Um, I'm sure because uh, we're still like what, like two months out from that. So oh, yeah, playoffs probably aren't until like late May. Yeah, we'll we'll probably have you on fucking one or two more times than that. Then so we'll fucking get your predictions. But what as of right now, March seventh, ten fifty four p.m. What is your feelings on the Celtics? What do you think? Uh, where do you think they're going to end up? Uh, what do you think they should do? That's just uh, final thoughts on that. So the past four games have been really good. So I think that they have a really good shot at continuing up from there as soon as they get out of this all-star break. And I think they have a really good shot at making the finals. Uh, it's just if they keep playing the way that they've been playing in the past four games and leave behind that terrible losing streak that they were on, they'll be fine. Um, but you know you can't win every single game. I, I don't know. I don't have any bold prediction. I guess it's just they're making the Eastern Conference Finals. I could see them in the finals. Yeah, I just feel like that. Um, their residual problem, and this will be my like closing thought on them for the week, is their residual problem of even when they have leads, like just or they chase when they have leads, they just like a 17 point lead never feels comfortable with this team because for whatever reason they start playing iso ball or whatever and it just turns into like to like oh well we missed a three and then they go down and scored two more points and then it's like oh we drove the basket through the ball against the glass and then they get two more points and then it's like the lead's gone and then it's like, but like, I feel like uh, the opposite problem is, is if we go down by five points, we start chucking up fucking threes. And it's just like, guys, just drive the basket. Like, like I just feel like we still have that issue. I don't know. I just feel like it. I, I, I can see this being a disappointing year unless they make a trade. I'm hoping the next two weeks we uh, start hearing something about that. Um, but anybody else, let's hear it. Like, I'm, I'm done with the Celtics. Uh, like, I've made my point. But uh, anybody else have uh, anything they want to close out with the week? Pro Cop, uh, Aaron's, uh, in, Aaron's in the dog pound for the last time, so I don't know if he's going to even be able to talk again. Um, Joe, Joe, any close thoughts for the week? Anything bother you this week? Anything happen that made you want to punch someone? Anything? Anything? Something did. Uh, pulling up. I had to restart my laptop. Pulling up the notes right now. Here we go. Uh, do we have time for this? How long we've we been going? This might be a longer one. This might have to oh, be yeah. the last we're, thing. We're good. Yeah, we're. Uh, I don't have I'm anything bring to bring week. up. So why don't, you, this week. why don't you kick it off, Joe? Why don't I end it? Well, thank you for listening again. Um, Cooper, anything to add? <laughs> oh, I didn't. I thought you were gonna go off in the story. Um. <laughs> Well, first off, I want to thank the, the hour and 43 went by so quick, Spencer. I'm glad we talked about sports with you. Glad to have you on. As always, hopefully this is another very, uh, very successful episode. We're, we're going to obviously uh, have you on again soon. First fucking repeat guest. I think it went really well. I think uh, 
I, I, that that's a the absolute honor. So when we uh, get when we actually uh, look back on it, I don't. We're coming up on a year, so that's one of those things, Spencer. First year, your first repeat guest. You can always say that cooped up conversation legend. But um, coming up uh, in the future, next week we're having uh, another fucking Sigo guy. He's has his own podcast uh, about. Like I, I, he's a craft beer guy. I know that. I don't want to speak too much for him, um, but we'll call him our, our beer expert of the podcast. The beer ambassador is coming on. Uh, he's got his podcast to plug. He's going to talk some some brews with uh, Joey's more of the craft beer guy than me. So this is going to be a big Joey episode next week. Um, Aaron, you're kind of a craft beer guy too, right? So Aaron yeah, can't talk. Bit. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll have some talk with him. Uh, coming up, I don't know if it's going to be in two weeks, three weeks. Uh, one of the weeks coming up, we have one of our buddies is dropping an album at the end of next month. Uh, we're going to figure out if we're going to do a listening party. Yeah, we're going to. He wants to do something like that. He wants to do like a listening party kind of thing. Yeah, please, like, please, please. Preview some of it. Uh, talk about how the the creation process, all, all that stuff is going to be a really interesting episode. He's a, he's another uh, another frat brother. We're having a lot of frat brothers on, but you're going to see the diversity. You're starting to get the. Uh... Yeah, the theme of this. <laughs> yeah, we have only frat friends, and then our friends from high school we don't really have a bigger, uh, <laughs> bigger uh, br- uh, umbrella than that. But uh, if you are listening, there's a, there's been a, every week, dude. There's been people who have hit me up saying that they've listened or they listen to while they said very nice things. So I really appreciate it. If you are someone who just started listening to us you've been listening the whole time and you haven't got a plug we always plug ioc because he was a day one listener so uh but there's a ton of you guys who've listened pretty consistently like chef ran we've had on all the time uh dc i almost said his name again broke has got his work cut out for that episode uh <laughs> all the people at Sigo, thank you for listening all of the people who have hit me up for that they've been listening i appreciate it new listener uh th- thanks everybody for listening it's been great it's been we're really coming up on a year it's it's been uh we already thank pro cop for everything it's uh it's been great i don't i don't know about it i've had a real fun time doing it so uh, thanks everybody for listening we got some stuff coming up check out streams chichi bum bum guy he <laughs> streams a lot like what are the nights you normally stream pro cop just to like final wrap I'm, up I'm, I'm just going however it's really just a for fun thing i'm not trying to like you know put a schedule to it it's just it's you know when you sit around and play video games you feel like a piece of shit but when you stream it you're like i feel like less of a piece of shit so that's what that's it's mostly myself it's self-care <laughs> for that there you go, dude. Well, it's been you're you always you're always entertaining when you you had some okay, some right. some of your buddies on last time, so it was definitely uh, fun to watch. Uh, we played we started playing Apex. I don't like it at all, but um, I'm sure that uh, it's clunky. I don't hate. I didn't hate it. His con- his controller drifts. His sensitivity is low. Yeah, I need a new controller, but I just don't want to spend the money on one. But um, yeah, no. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, We'll catch you next week.